Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's the radio guy, Mike Prince. Welcome to another special episode of the Mike Prince Show. Of course, our job is to give you the news that you can't find just anywhere. Today is not going to be any exception to the rule. We are proud to have on the show for the first time, and i am got a pretty good feeling that it won't be the last time. He is now the athletic director of Tennessee State, and that is none other than Dr. Mickey Allen. How you doing today, Coach? I'm great. I'm great, Mike, and I appreciate you all having me on. And I uh, heard a lot of great things about your, your broadcast and the great work you do for HBCU football and all sports, and just happy to be on this morning. Well, we're happy to have you on, sir. And uh, as I may mention in the introductory, I don't think this is going to be the last time that I hear from you, man. <laughs> oh no, man. We, we we're gonna be we we gonna we're gonna have a lot of presence on on this broadcast. And uh, you know, I know there's the followership's amazing here, and uh, everyone is is, is what I've heard in, in the HBCU community and in the sports world. That, uh, that that this is where they go to get the news. So we, hey, if that's where they go, that's where we want to be. So uh, you you will you will always have uh, an open line of communication with with Tennessee State University through Doc here, man. We 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 definitely want to make sure that everyone knows uh, that uh, we we uh, though we have new leadership, we still have the same goals, and that's compete for the championships in all sports. So uh, you know, just again, happy to be on. We're happy to have you on, man. And before we get into the journey that you're beginning at Tennessee State, uh, give us a little background for those who might not be familiar with Dr. Mickey Allen and how you landed at Tennessee State. Absolutely. So uh, I uh, attended Tennessee uh, for undergrad, uh, was a defensive back on a national championship team there in 98, and played with the great Peyton Manning and Steve Martin and we can go on and on. We had a lot of success there um, from Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Uh, went to high school in the middle Tennessee area, uh, Brentwood Academy, which was a, a very high, uh, storied high school program. And again, played at Tennessee, had an opportunity to play briefly in the NFL uh, with the 49ers organization. Uh, had an injury and uh, uh, to my right ring finger. And after injury, uh, got into uh, entrepreneur, an entrepreneur venture actually started a collegiate license apparel company where me and a teammate of mine, Steve Johnson, we were the collegiate version of a company called Midland Nest. We, uh, our company was 2934 Vintage Sportswear. So if you wore throwback jerseys in the early 2000s when they were very popular and you just threw a jersey on with a prominent sports figure and a name uh, from, from Julius Irvin to Herschel Walker, Earl Campbell, I can go on and on. Uh, you know, that was, uh, that was from our, our, our company, and we, uh, we had those athletes uh, signed to royalty deals to represent our brand. So ended up running that, uh, had an opportunity to, to do that for five years, and then got a buyout and moved on and transitioned uh, to, the, to, to the college landscape and, and, and uh, got into college athletics through fundraising. 
uh, got an opportunity to, after master's work and, and receive my doctorate uh, in education, to work in college athletics as a major gift fundraiser and spent time at Tennessee a decade uh, fundraising for capital projects, facility enhancements, uh, you name it, uh, from annual gifts to capital funding. You know, I was a part of, of what we did there at Tennessee, and, uh, and you know, I expect to use my, my fundraising uh, skill set to really enhance what we're going to do, great things we're going to do at Tennessee State University. I uh, had an opportunity after the bowl game last year, uh, Tennessee, we, uh, we come back off the bowl game, and in my inbox, the Parker exec firm uh, said, hey, you would be a great candidate for the Tennessee State Athletics Director job, and uh, hey, it was, uh, it was almost like I was looking at my blessing. Uh, you know, I'm a man of God. Uh, you know, my late grandfathers were both educators and proud alums from Tennessee State University. Uh, my wife was a member of the, uh, the AOB, the great AOB, and she was a majorette there uh, as a sophisticated lady, Pledge Delta there. My brother, uh, uh, I have, three, I have three, uh, two brothers. One is a radiologist at Vanderbilt, but he attended Tennessee State in Meharry. Uh, I attended there for my, my sports management uh, master's degree. So we have a long lineage in our fan, family with, with this HBCU institution that I'm a proud leader of in terms of the athletics department. So I uh, got involved in the interview process and, and won the job. And really through the interview process, I communicated that one, I recognize that Tennessee State University is one of the most storied programs in collegiate athletics. When you look at the history of the program, when you go through track and field, football, basketball, and you go through and comb through that, that, that sports, uh, that, the, the lineage and just the history of the program, why wouldn't you want to be the AD uh, that, that, that represents a program where the great Ralph Boston competed for and, and Wilma Rudolph and Richard Dent, Ed Tutal, Claude Humphreys, Jefferson Street Joe. Hey, you, you can tell, Mike, I'm getting excited just <laughs> yeah. talking hey, about them. Keep, keep right hey, on, hey, brother. Keep right on. <laughs> <laughs> but, hey, I tell you this. I tell you this. You know, uh, we, we plan to do great things, and there's always more leaders uh, as you have an opportunity to be around young people and as an AD to, to really set the stage to make sure that the, the student athletes that we currently serve have a first class experience, that's my role because they are the next they're the next Ralph Boston. They're the next, you know, uh, Carlos Rogers. You know, we 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 have Robert Covington now representing the institution right now in the NBA and I had an opportunity to speak with him and we'll get him involved in some of our projects in relationship to basketball there. But you know, the 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 great thing about this role, I'll tell you this, is you don't want to go anywhere where you don't have fan support. And, and that's certainly not the case uh, in, in, in regards to the big blue community. So they've embraced me and my wife. Uh, we finally transitioned in the Nashville area. I have two kids. Uh, my daughter, she's a rising seventh, uh, seventh grader, a little baller. Uh, was well, actually, she's not little. She's almost 5'9". Wow. <laughs> but she's, uh, seventh yeah, she's grader at 5'9"? Seventh grade, five. Yeah, yeah. She plays, uh, she plays a two and three position for basketball. And, uh, man, you, you don't want to see on the court, and you definitely don't want to see her lined up in lane two, three, or four in track. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead on, Papa. Yeah, Talk about your baby man. girl. <laughs> yeah. 
you know, you know, she says, Dad, you know, I want to compete at, I want to compete for you and your program. I said, hey, well, that's a great goal. You know, that's a great goal. The sky's the limit. But great athlete, great student. You know, it's in our blood. And then I have a, a son. His name is Jansen. Uh, Jansen's a rising third grader. You know, I, I told I told somebody yesterday with, with, with us moving into the city. So, so I, I do know there's some grassroots sports teams. They just they just elevated. So no, we uh, we're proud about them, and you know, just just a tremendous opportunity going going forward. Absolutely. We're talking right now with Dr. Mickey Allen, athletic director of Tennessee State, and uh, couldn't help but notice to jump out as you were given a, a brief background of your fundraising experience. Man, you picked a fine time to sit at the driver's seat of an athletic director's position. We have this COVID going on and all kind of race-sensitive issues. But let's focus on this fundraising part. From your background of fundraising how do you set yourself up with what is going to obviously be a challenge at getting funding with the restrictions that we'll have as far as people being able to come into the games because fcs programs unlike fbs programs are highly dependent on student enrollment and actual seats being sold yeah so you know where where we'll lose um, traction this year in terms of, um, you know, it's the, you know when, when you look at the financial implications, right, of, of, of around COVID and fan attendance this year, you know, you'll see some, you'll see some trends where, you know, where if you're, if you have, if you have a high level of expectancy, uh, expectancy in terms of how those fans will implicate uh, either being there or not being there, implicate your budget. You know, this is a year where you can't really count on that. So you're going to have to go out and, you know, build relationships and have conversations with corporations and, and uh, you know, investors that could, could turn around and make a contribution uh, to the athletics program. Uh, one, one thing that I'm setting up is uh, virtual conferences with our Tennessee State Alumni Association and those uh, chapters that we have 57 or so chapters uh, within our, our National Alumni Association. I had an opportunity to speak to that group uh, last weekend, and I communicated our vision. And then more so, going, uh, you know, I've also communicated our needs. And I think people give to people. I've always been a proponent of that and, and thought that. So really, it's just getting in front of, you know, potential investors, our current investors. And if you're not uh, associated in any way, shape, form, or fashion in the great city of Nashville in terms of locking in with our program from a financial standpoint, a philanthropy standpoint, I'm going to give you the reasons why. Because if people give to people, I'm going to tell the stories and connect you to our student-athletes. They're doing amazing things across all of our sports programs. So what we need to do uh, as athletic administrators, and I have a great team uh, that I inherited, we need to get out and make sure we're in the community. And if we can't be there physically, we'll be there visually online. I've done a lot of Zoom, so we're going to be Zoom, 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 <laughs> and making sure that everybody knows what we're about, where we're going, and how they can be a, a play a huge role in that. So uh, to, to answer your, your question, Mike, yeah, where we're losing, uh, where we will lose this year in terms of fan attendance, I, I, I strongly believe that we'll make up in terms of telling our story, delivering our message 
that we need people involved in our athletics program for many years to come. And I'm, I'm a firm believer that the experiences that I had at, at the University of Tennessee in that area, uh, this is time for, for, for me to step up and, uh, and deliver on things that I told uh, President Glover that's entrusted me with this program. I told her I was going to get done. We'll get it done. Absolutely. Now, man, you got to imagine uh, you got two quick blows on the financial side. A, the Motor City Classic is canceled. Then you have the the uh, uh, Southern Heritage Classic canceled. And you go, like, wait a minute, man, this is not a fair start. Can we hit the reset button, huh? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yes, I'm like, whoa, whoa. You know, you know, when you when you start hearing, you know, when you four hundred thousand dollar guarantee and a three hundred fifty thousand dollar guarantee, you know, at, at at an HBCU, that's a huge blow. And you're correct, Mike. But you know, uh, that's the situation at hand. Uh, you know, I I'm a, I'm I'm someone that I work out of a spirit of optimism. I don't know if you can. You can tell and, 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 and hear the energy in my voice, but, you know, you, you get the information and, you know, we have a, uh, uh, a huge amount of respect for what uh, the Southern Heritage Classic means to both our institution and Jackson State. Fred Jones has done an amazing job with that, with that contest. Uh, this would have been the 31st year of that game. Uh, and, our, you know, every year our students, they lock back in classes and they, you know, they, they, that's the game that they circle and, you know, our band, our AOB and, you know, the, 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 the pageantry and, and all the, all that that week entails, everyone gets excited about it. And now that they know beforehand uh, that it's not going to happen along with Detroit, uh, you know, that's, that's a huge blow. But, you know, I spoke to Rod Reed and Rod said, Hey, that's, that's our football coach. And Rod said, man, I feel like I'm a, uh, NFL playoff. Uh, uh, <laughs> I got a. I don't know who to prepare for. I'm watching film on this team and watching film on that team. So he's helping me track it. And and you know once once games have been canceled, you know what are the other options in, in terms of FCS opponents? Because we have to make sure that you know we're 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 taking in consideration that to get an automatic uh, FCS bid for playoffs, there's a certain certain number of games. Uh, that have to be played, and you know we we certainly want to make sure that we do our due diligence in meeting that from a scheduling standpoint. So, yep, yeah, that's that's what that's what's going on. <laughs> yes, sir. We're talking right now with Dr. Mickey Allen of Tennessee State, and um, coming in full of energy and deservedly so because uh, everyone is going to have to do some creative out the box thinking in this role of leadership right now. And uh, when you look at the comparison of the dollars from an FBS program compared to an FCS program, do you think, especially now with the COVID attachment to athletics and it's going to forever be changing the dynamics of what once was, do you see more classic games as a possible answer for, FCS and in particular HBCU programs of um, offsetting some of that funding. I do, um, you know, I do, and and you know the the a lot of the organizers uh, that that put together these great classics. You know, you know, once upon a time, you know, TSU played in the Circle City, and then you had the hundred black men, uh, you know, game that was in Atlanta versus Tennessee State and Sam. I think you're going to see a lot of those games resurface. 
uh, you know, specifically, you know, potentially the matchup between Tennessee State and Sam. And, you know, I think those games are just as special as when you look at PWI games that are preseason games and staples, you know, like the Chick-fil-A has won prior to the, you know, uh, week, week zero games and uh, things of that nature that, you know, are, are traditional, traditional matchups in PWI land. I think you're going to start to see more HBCU contests because, you know, uh, there's, there, there are definitely uh, some benefits financially for those teams to be matched up. And people get excited that love HBCU sports to see those, those matchups and, you know, again, like I said, all the pageantry and, you know, there's concerts that you can have and, and entertainment that now it's not only just Saturday, Mike, it, it goes from Wednesday. You can actually oh, start yeah. it Monday. You can go Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, <laughs> Thursday, and Friday. And Saturday, Saturday is just the, uh, the, the, the cherry on top. So right, right. We'll, we'll be in all those discussions because what I want to do, you know, I want to make sure, even though we operate in the OVC conference, which is a, a, a PWI conference. We're the only HBCU in that conference, okay? But what I, what I will not waver on is this. We're not in the SWAC, not in the MEAC, but we, we, we understand how we got to where we are today. And it was because we made our mark in terms of being one of the best HBCU sports programs uh, that you know, I, I consider insane. And, and, and I think that it's important that we, uh, we pay homage to that heritage. And we also, as we go through our schedule and make sure that we align ourselves with our other partners that have been with us from day one, being, you know, your Southerns, your Gramblins, your Jackson States, we always have that alignment. And that's highly important to me. It's ironic that you would bring that up, my brother, because I know you're new in the seat, but. Being that you're in the OVC, and I believe it's been 20 plus, we're 25 plus years now, and understanding the lineage and the heritage that was connected, has there been a thought of potentially returning to one of the HBCU conferences, in particular that of the Southwestern Athletic Conference? And the reason I asked that, I'm a SWAC guy. And mm-hmm. uh, use edition of coming in. And of course, the great big whisper of me, man. Tennessee State would be the perfect fit. You could have this thing, and it's back to some of the glory days. It will fit the DNA of what Tennessee State, and by the way, you threw me off when you said TSU because we think of Texas Southern when you say TSU, but we can get used to that. <laughs> you know, but when you, when, you, when you hear that, and I know it's early and you, your ink is still drying on your contract, but has that even been remotely discussed of that potentially happening? And on a scale of one to ten, what would that number be? With ten being the greatest? Yeah, I, I, I'd be remiss to say that you know I haven't asked questions and, and try to figure out. You know, I've heard so much about that conversation. So just trying to you know, as I've come in, just trying to get information on what that dialogue has been. Uh, you know, Teresa Phillips. You know, I'm taking over. Uh, for, for Teresa and Coach Phillips uh, as a pioneer when you look at, um, you know, her being one of the, first, well, the first woman to coach a, a head men's basketball team in college sports is phenomenal. And she did a, did a great job and is passing the torch here. So I know she's had conversations uh, with the SWAC commissioner and 
that dialogue uh, has been there. And, you know, just trying to see, hey, you know, what, what would that entail? Uh, is it, you know, it, does it fit uh, in terms of geography when you look at these matchups? And now you, you really have to pay close attention uh, in relationship to COVID, how, how much you're traveling, right? Uh, and, 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 and then, you know, um, you know, what, what side of, of the swag would you be on? And, you know, and, and there's so many other factors and there's so many other sports too as an AD that you have to take in consideration, not only football, but then what does that look like if we were uh, to be in the swag for some of our other sports teams, such as golf and tennis and volleyball and, and things of that nature. So it's, it's definitely not a conversation that, uh, you know that that can't be had, and I'm open. I'm open to, to to hearing what that what that entails a little further. You know, as I get into my role. Well, I can tell you, my man. Uh, geographically, I've done a little research myself. And okay. I, th- <laughs> I, <heard that. laughs> I I couldn't do what I do right without a little bit of research. Um, the, the travel <laughs> would not yeah. be that different from what you guys have to deal with, and especially the competition uh, level in the sports that you made mention of. You know, I'm just thinking, you know, mm-hmm. you know as they say, when you wish upon a star. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Hey, I can see you. I, I mean, yeah, I can see you right now, Mike. But the, hey, I say one person that, you know, they'll always bounce back. With, I that wish upon a star. That's Mickey Mouse. Mick, Mickey's been making money for a lot of years. Yes, he has. Yes, he has. Yeah, with that wand and, you know, if you shut down right now, then that means the world needs to be shut down, and it's shut down for a reason. But but now, uh, you know, a lot of you know, I've heard that uh, throughout our uh, the the SWAC affiliation and getting back, uh, you know, to our to, to, to that uh, those traditional matchups in the glory days that has come up uh, within our our TSU or Tennessee State University uh, community. And, uh, you know, it's, it's like I said, it's something that I, I look to gain more insight and in, 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 in the near future. Well, in the infamous words of a uh-huh. hotel or motel chain, we're going to leave the light on for you, brother. Say <laughs> <laughs> that light's on. Hey, lights yeah. are on. Now, baby. is it that's the thing, Mike? Is it, is it, uh, is it a sweet? Is it is it the first floor next to the restroom or is it a suite? Now, yeah, it, it, but but you just tell me the lights on. Well, the, the lights are well, in the in the infamous words of Ti, an Atlanta rapper. You can do whatever you I like. Know. <laughs> I heard that. Now you sure? Now you sure you didn't have a record deal uh, 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 in the. In the late nineties. Oh, come on, Mike. No, I, I, hey, man, I, I just call him like I see him, brother. That's all. You know, it'll be a. I, I personally, in all fairness, I think it would be a perfect fit, uh, geographically, historically, uh, and and just the competitive nature of things, man. And uh, as the good folk would say, remember the come back to Jamaica's uh, uh, commercials. Come back to Jamaica, you know, so, you know, come back to the swag, even though you had never been in the swag, but you know, you play the games, you play the Southerns, you play the FAMUs who's now part of the swag, you play the Gramlins and the Jackson States, I mean, you might as well go on and make it official. 
<laughs> yeah, we we we, <laughs> we play those things. So <laughs> I tell you this, I tell you, uh, you know, I had an opportunity to talk to Courtney and a, a good friend of mine, Keith McClooney there, uh, who is the deputy AD at, at FAMU, and uh, everyone is there is excited about uh, about the the uh, coming over to the SWAC and as as they they both spoke very highly of the commissioner. And uh, you know, and and just being embraced, embraced by that conference. So, you know, that that's very positive. Yes, sir. It's a lot of good things yeah, happening. Yeah. Charles McQuillan, who serves as the commissioner for the Southwestern Athletic Conference. Matter of fact, your fraternity brother. Okay. Yes, okay. Sir. Well, well, I, I I'm hearing he's running it right. He's looking at sponsorships, TV rights. I mean, man, like like I said. The diamond's always in the sky somewhere, so well, I'm you know. I'm bring I know you down he's... just for a second because I know you just threw a little cap of reference out there. He is a PV grad. Oh, yeah. So, he, so he's Prairie View through and through. Yeah, he's, he's Prairie View through and through. Now look, look. Now PV PV made him, Kappa saved him. So we'll split him with you. How about that? I heard that. Now that's all. PV made him. Yes sir. yes, sir. Yes, sir. We're talking right now with Dr. Mickey Allen, athletic director for the Tennessee State Tigers. Matter of fact, I got a little uh, family history. I have a cousin who graduated okay. from uh, Tennessee State. Matter of fact, she was there when Miss Oprah Winfrey was a student at Tennessee State. So, wow. um, yeah. So you see how all this kinship is coming back and tying it all in together, man. I'm not I trying to put it. no pressure <laughs> on you, but the pressure is on, brother. <laughs> well, I think that. Hey, hey, yeah, maybe uh, you know, we we can get uh, we can get Oprah's sale number from your cousin. <laughs> Oprah's been a, I mean, man, when you, when you look at it, you talk about the word exemplary, and you know what she's done in her career, and you know, being being someone that touched Tennessee State's campus and attended the university, and a graduate and alum, uh, man, you talking about setting the bar? She she's definitely set it high. Now, uh, when we go back to your athletic program, and of course you apply for a position, you do your research, you're doing your data. What would you say would be the identity of Tennessee State athletics today? Today, uh, the identity would be that our teams. Uh, you know, when I did the research, we uh, we we have sports programs. That we compete hard, uh, we we recruit uh, in the southeast. There's a heavy concentration in terms of our recruiting in the Georgia and Florida area, uh, and we we have coaches that uh, you know that understand the, the the where they are and the expectations of Tennessee State athletics. And I would say our identity right now is the fact that. You know we're you know we're we're HBCU program that's operating a PWI, and we're trying to gain the same respect that we have uh, in HBCU sports world in the PWI sports world. So I'd say uh, you know a work in progress, but we're not far, and uh, you know and, and hopefully you know through my leadership we can get to where we we know we need to be rightfully be, and that's on top of that OVC pyramid then, uh, you know, continue to, to keep our recognition in the HBCU sports world as a highly competitive championship level program. Okay, okay. And so the, the future, let's go down the road. Dr. <laughs> Mickey Allen, five years from now, where 
do you visualize your athletic program? Man, uh, you know, we uh, I told I told everyone our five year goal is to achieve comprehensive and competitive excellence on the field and in the classroom. Uh, five years from now, you know, I want everyone that, that speaks of Tennessee State University to say, hey, you know, that's a bad program and bad in a good way because when they come and they get in between the lines, they're gonna they're gonna represent the university well. And, and they're going to compete for championships. And, uh, you know, and there's a level of consistency there when you speak of our program uh, in a five-year period from now to then. And, you know, and then at the end of the day, you know, I told, I told everyone, we're not just going to show up, we're going to show out. And uh, I want everyone to think of our athletics program as they think of our band, our ALB band. When, that, hey, when it's halftime, they know what they're going to get. You know what you're going to get. And they're going to deliver. And every time we get an opportunity to compete five years from now, you're going to know what you're going to get in terms of us delivering. Okay, okay. And if you were to describe the Mickey Allen era in one word, what would that word be? One word. Funding. Funding? Fundraising. Yes. Fundraising. Fundraising. Uh, you know, my era uh, right now is bringing capital funding, outside funding in at a high level. You know, we're in a great city of Nashville. There's so many corporations around our campus, from Amazon, Bridgestone, AT&T. I can go on and on. And I want everyone to think that, you know, uh, or to remember this era uh, that, that, that I'm leading is an era that I created opportunities through fundraising that had never been done for Tennessee State Athletics before. Sounds like a plan, my friend. Look, man, I want to thank you for uh, joining us and blessing us with your presence on today. We have a custom here at the Open Mic Broadcast Network. that We allow our guests to have the closing thoughts and comments, and the floor is now yours, sir. Yeah, I, I, again, I appreciate great work uh that you do mike and you know i i know know in college athletics uh i don't think that there uh you know there's there's just due given uh to a lot of the hbcu programs and the great leadership and the great support from a network standpoint and broadcast standpoint and i would i would say uh you know to the to the listeners today continue to support uh this broadcast uh, and efforts uh, in, in, in relationship to uh, showcasing and broadcasting of great things and great work that student athletes, the leadership involved in HBCU sports are doing. Uh, it, it is something that if you continue to, to make sure that you continue to stay locked in, I think a lot of the discussions that are going on out here in, ter- in terms of um, the inequality con- conversation around social inequality and, you know, and rights and just acknowledgement for, for the great work that a lot of minorities are doing out here. Uh, I think that, you know, these networks and these broadcasts are going to pick up tremendous steam going forward. I think that you're about to see a transformational change in the landscape of college sports. You're already seeing uh, big-time athletes and prospects 
saying that, hey, why not an HBCU? Uh, in the social climate today, why not an HBCU? You, uh, you just saw that Netflix, they gave $120 million. Uh, they gifted Spelman and Morehouse. So, so you're starting to see philanthropists give to, give to uh, HBCUs at a high clip. So continue to stay locked in. Great days are ahead, are ahead for a lot of HBCU programs. We're one of, one of them that, you know, that has a lot of history being, uh, being an HBCU. And uh, that's one thing that I'm going to continue to communicate to everyone associated with our program is that great days are, are ahead for, for, for the industry and how we, uh, how we are going to go forward as, you know, as HBCU programs. Well, sir, I thank you very much. I couldn't have put it better myself. He is Dr. Mickey Allen, the athletic director for the Tennessee State Tigers. And I'm going to serve another note with you, brother Mickey, because you a man. You look, you're a KA side man. Colors are red and white. You married Cri- to a Crips Delta. Crips and a cream. Crips and a cream. Yes, sir. I'll, I'll accept that one. And your, your, your lovely wife, she's a Delta. I'll also yeah. say crimson and cream. And there in case go. you didn't know, the official colors of the Southwestern Athletic Conference is black, crimson, and cream. So. <laughs> hey, man, I need to call. Hey, I need to call Charles and tell him, man, you sure you don't need a deputy commissioner? Because I got a great candidate for you, baby. <laughs> Man, look here, don't let this be the last time that we chop it up here at the Black <laughs> Broadcast Network. We truly, truly appreciate you guys uh, for being a part of our show on today. Of course, again, he is Dr. Mickey Allen. I am the radio guy, Dr. Mike Prince. Remember, our social media handles for Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter are all at Mike Prince Show. The YouTube channel is Open Mike Broadcast Network. A 24-hour message line, 713 My time is far spent and I must exit stage left. But until the next time, you guys be blessed. We'll see you on the other side. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.